Hello, everyone. Welcome to Collisions YYC Current and Critical. I'm your host, Tyler Chisholm. Thank you for joining me today for another good old-fashioned chat. Today's show is brought to you in partnership with our newly minted relationship with Sate Corporate Training. After 18 months and hundreds of conversations with the leaders, innovators, and the movers and shakers in our city, two things have become abundantly clear. The future of work has arrived, and it always has been all about the people. So whether you're an individual looking to upskill or an organization looking to reskill an entire division, SAIT has the team, the curriculum, and more importantly, the advisors to partner with you to build what you need to adapt for the road ahead. Do yourself a favor and take the time to learn a little bit more. Check them out at www.sate.ca slash corporate training. And more importantly, give them a call, have a consultation, and find out what SAIT can do for you. Hello at a warm collisions. YYC, welcome to Mr. Robbie Bouchard. How are you, Robbie? Mm. Sensational, bud. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for joining me today. Looking forward to it. We had a, uh, I would say, high energy chat last time we connected. So really, <laughs> really cool to get you on the show. So let's start. Um, hey, Robbie, good to meet you. You're Chief Revenue Officer over at LaunchCode. We just walked into the elevator. We got, well, I don't know, we'll give you 30, 40 floors. It's a big building. Uh, what's LaunchCode all about, man? What do you guys do over there? Uh, the simplest way I can say it, we build cool shit. Uh, you know, we basically take our clients and their innovation strategies with tech and, and we build things that don't exist, you know? So it, it's a pretty ambiguous statement, but it's, uh, it, we are one of the unique ones out there where we take software and hardware and we look at ways of, of fitting them into organizations. And I know I told you I wasn't going to swear much, but I, re- I realized the irony in my opening <laughs> statement, but it's true. It's well, just the way it is, man. Well, that was 54 seconds in. I think you're, you know, you're yeah. gonna, it's shit even, it a is swear, it's shit even a swear word. Like, come on, it's seriously. No. <laughs> No, oh, just not. wait. If you think that was bad, just, hey, I'm just getting started. Uh, <laughs> I love you said something in there. Well, you said a bunch of things. I'm super curious about all of it, but I, I really like what you said. And you kind of, it felt like you said it on purpose, the hardware and software. Because I've had mm. a lot of guests on. It's like, oh man, if you're building hardware, no one wants it. It's not cool. Everyone wants SaaS. Everyone wants pure software. Everyone wants maximum scalability. Oh my God, hardware, that's manufacturing. That's cost. I don't want to deal with it. But you purposely said hardware, software. So I don't know. You want to just pick on, pick part that one for a second? Yeah, totally, man. And you know what? You're right. Not many people do do it. And that's what makes us unique. You know, uh, anybody can, it's, I find there's so many places out there right now that people are building. There's a lot of dev shops. There's a lot of people that say they're dev shops and they're not. Um, you know, and, and there's a lot of great companies out there that are doing amazing work, but there's nobody that I've found that's quite unique like us. Taking in our 15 years of, of, of hardware and a SaaS model, so we're doing both, and really kind of building upon that and creating things that don't exist. We have com- clients that come to us all the time that say, you know, it'd be really great if I could do this. And they give us a scenario. It's like, well, how are you going to tie into the hard- Like, you actually physically need to tie into a piece of their hardware. Mm-hmm. And with our history, you know, we, we and, I, and I'm not saying that every every project we have is, is built into hardware. We, we do a a lot of strictly software builds only, um, but having that in our in our in our, our, our conversations and in our offering, it's very unique, and it does set us apart in our competitive landscape. You know, so it's uh, I could it's a gift, man. I'm going to go for a little while here. You know, so you reel me in, like I said, <laughs> no, dude. But, I don't worry, I got you. I've done I've done this before. We're we're all good. You're you're you're, you're not good. my. Fr- I want you to feel special, but you're not my first. Like I just want to. Oh, like, well, I do feel special. So thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate you. Thanks, dude. I appreciate you too, man. But let's see where it goes. Let's not. Yeah, let's, well, I got, I got, I got mushy too fast. It, real quick, real quick. I do like the. Uh, 
yes, we do things that aren't revolving hardware, but we're not closed off to it. We're not strictly going on that, on that play. And uh, was this tie into, and uh, pardon me, I try to make, my brain loves making connections. I've had some guests on and I'm really well connected with um, Alberta IoT. Some of the stuff they're doing there with the Internet of Things and just the reality of just the sheer amount of sensors <laughs> and hardware that we've got. Like we've got, it's a big iron province. Like we do big metal, we do big engines, we do big operating systems. So when you think about it from a hardware perspective, that could be anything from an IoT strategy to something somebody uses, like back to your guys, your heritage around scanning IDs and like to a piece of hardware at a retail store. Like, are we really yeah. like full gamut? Yeah. Yeah. You actually nailed the full gamut. Like we're in the middle of working on some projects right now with, with a couple of our partners that are talking around all IOT based sensors and helping when to, to identify falls and, and, you know, tie into, to mechanisms that identify whether or not things have been opened and closed. So actual, like say fridges or, you know, things like along those lines, mm-hmm. all the way to building unique custom retail environment um, technologies to prevent people from coming in and they, they don't exist. So the, the clients come to us and say this is the problem we have we don't know how to solve it and so because we've built so many different unique pieces of tech we can really say okay well we've got all of these smart people in the room and i'm just there for more entertainment purposes than anything here let's be real right but at the end of it you bring your smart people in and they start having a really unique conversation because it gets creative it's like well have you thought of this well what about that and because we we're not limited to just front-end software or just building in a database or you know like we can do the entire gamut so talking with the iot space talking with building custom pieces of, of hardware that tie into say like a mill or mill or a lathe that's in like a manufacturing facility or the retail piece that you mentioned, we can, we really can cover the entire spectrum there as you identified. As a company that's out there, again, as a marketer, uh, sometimes, you know, what I'm hearing a little bit, you're not saying it, I'm, 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 I'm playing with it a little bit. Like who's our customer? Well, it could be anybody. That's a hard thing to do as you grow a business. And I like, when we get into that world of like, well, what problem are we actually, you know, what I did hear loud and clear is you guys really fall in love with the problem. You're not running around with a piece of tech trying to, trying to find a problem to solve. So, and I, and I think there's a little bit of that going on. Like shiny tech syndrome is, is a real thing. I've had a lot of speakers <laughs> come on and talk about that. And yeah. I had somebody on the other day and that's, he, he, coaches and works and consults with large organizations, every kind of organization, large and mid-size. And he's like, yeah, it's all about the right problem and then actually solving it completely. And then only then do you even get to be able to even think about the technology. But he goes, most companies make that error. So when you're out there, like back to the fact that you guys are a tech startup, you're in Calgary. I say startup, you've got a 15-year heritage, but I do appreciate you're three years in and there's always that joke, when do you stop being a startup? And sometimes it's more of a mindset than it is a revenue profile or a a headcount. Well said, yeah. no. So how do you guys get out there and get in front of people uh, being like, Hey, bring it, bring us, bring us your sick and your tired problems. Cause we are excited about solving that old problem that's been existing in your industry forever around your workflow. Again, how do you guys balance that to even get in the room to have those conversations? Cause it, it feels like it could be a bit like that, like it'd be a bit overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know what? You're, you're bang on man. At the end of the day, how do you tell somebody that you can f- solve all their problems and then they actually believe you? Like, have you, know, believe like, you. Yeah, touche. Right. You know, and, and, and that's the biggest part of it is that like, literally we just need to understand you know, like your, your, your concept of that workflow of understanding the problem, the goal, the challenge, the whatever, and then how do we walk through the workflow 
to get to that 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 relevancy. Like that's the biggest thing through this process. You have to you have to do due diligence and relevance, you ha- or be relevant, I should say. So your due diligence. Take an extra week. Take an extra month if you need it. Like uh, that might be a bit a bit long, but depending on how what we're talking about here. But the more information you can garnish up front by doing the your proper job, you're going to avoid so much that we come in and have to fix for other for other clients that come to us and say it was built, but it didn't include this. This should have been talked about. So if you just do your work up front and you have the conversations and you stay relevant in the client's mind, you know, it, it really is not a consultancy. We have an employee-like mindset by the time we're done this process. So, you know, getting it's going back to your, your original question of and I because oh, I scrolled a little bit there, but the the concept of of how do we how do we get in front of people and tell them this stuff? It's really a, it's a mindset. It's it's not an ideal client profile. Like we're not corporate like that. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just yep. we deal with people who are innovative. We deal with people who are forward thinking. That they're like you know what? There's a better way to do this. And you know like over the last year and a half, you know people have been investing in their business. And they can, will continue to do that. And going in and having a pre-packaged product that says our product does this and this is your ROI and these are the KPIs we help you hit. But like, how is that relevant in their space? You know, like yep, we go no, in and, and, and really, yeah. So we go in and have those conversations and we really try and focus around where they're trying to take their organization, road mapping things, future phasing stuff, understanding what a year from now looks like, three years from now, five years from now I'll look like so that we can have that relevancy when we're building out this piece of, of, of technology for their their ultimate success five years from now. So they don't have to worry about scalability and, and, and robustness because we can build all that up front, right? We're not having to redesign things as we go down the path. Do you find, well, obviously you made the comment about the last year and a half. I, I, I'm hearing from everybody across the board that you know there's no longer like we'll do it next year like next year showed up <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? like you know, yeah i've heard we're 10 years late to a 20-year plan like there's lots of the you know <laughs> when's the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago but if not for <laughs> planet, planet today and all that all that fun stuff but right. curious around the you know we'll talk about because i know you guys have you guys recently set up an office down in the, in the states down in florida we did so i really yeah. want to talk about kind of the different mindsets of clients and something you and i've chatted about before so i want to get that out but when it talks about you know when you're doing these implementations and i had somebody on the other day about you know, the age of the big three-year technology infrastructure implementation. He's like, yeah, you need a three-year vision or a two-year strategy, but he goes, you need sprints. You need to give people wins. You need to get stuff. So are you seeing clients being willing to try to solve? And And it's, it's so easy to think about solving these big monumental problems where I was, I was in a room the other day with some very large enterprise and they said, yeah, we're really excited because we took the uh, expenses approval from the manager's desk that used to take him like five days at the end of the month. Now he automates it and all he has to do is it and it takes him five minutes. And it's like, it's so good to remember that sometimes it is this, and maybe that's a bad example, but sometimes it is the small little wins around your workflow. It's not doesn't have to be this monumental change in how you run the whole business. Yeah, really well said. Uh, you know, and, and at the end of the day, it's speed to market, really, when it comes to helping our clients. Because the longer it takes, the longer they're either losing money or they're losing out to their competitive landscape or they're missing out uh, on whatever, X, Y, and Z reasons that are out there. So at the end of the day, it's how do we get this, this, this fix to the problem as quick as we can into their hands and start using it so we can make impact, right? And bring the value that we've talked about since the very beginning. Like nobody wants to sit here for an eight to 12 month development time and then not be able to use it in, for that period of time. Like that's garbage. That's the old waterfall approach, you know? Like yeah. nobody, that's not the way things work anymore. If, if it's not quick, if, and I'll, I, I'm really trying to avoid using buzzwords right now. So I will say, hang on, I'm gonna go with nimble instead of agile. 
Okay. Yeah, no, no, no that's, yeah. that, that is less buzzy than. Thank you. you. Good choice. Good choice. Yeah. No. Thank you. I appreciate you posting. I'm going to keep score, and at the end, we'll do a tally of like the buzzword bingo. So so far, that was good. That was a nice pivot. Thank you. No, but you just used one. I know I did. Ah, there we go. Yes, one for one. Yeah. So are you talking about like organizational synergies with some innovations that lead to fundamental transformations that are going to really optimize the market product market fit with your customer segment? Is that what we're talking about here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, you just hit like 73. Well, you know, if if we're playing, I want to try to win. Like that's how it is for me. The audience just turned it off. It's like, these guys, what's going on? I I, I like this. I love the speed to market and the reality of we live in a world of now and that's nothing new to any of us. And, you know, when, when you... Thinking about the types of customers that you're getting and thinking about like kind of what they're trying to do when they come to you. And I'm just kind of curious to get the mindset. Like, is it we're trying to eliminate things that are causing us this? Are we trying to optimize over here? Or are we trying to transform? Like when you think about the different ways that people are approaching, is it just like, is it, are we still at the point where we're trying to get rid of all the things that are annoying us? Or are we trying to optimize and make things way better? Because I'm just thinking about the different levels of the organizations. And yeah. I love a big corporate strategy. But if, if I'm rank and file and I'm doing work and this friggin' report that I have to do is driving me mental and I can't, I can't deal with it, but the company's telling me about some big like highbrow strategy where I know my day-to-day life could be way better. So I'm just curious where you're seeing organizations sitting kind of along that. Maybe it's a, a, a scale even. Yeah, that's, yeah, I was just going to say that's a pretty loaded question. You know, because at the end of the day, you've got, I mean, we, we for us, we deal deal with anybody from enterprise to startup and everybody in between. So depending where you are on that spectrum, you know, at the end of the day, enterprise could have one division within the organization that has a problem or a need or you, something unique they're trying to, to solve. And an off-the-shelf product, is, is, it's forcing them down a path that they have to then add in this component or they have to customize this within it, but then it's got to tie into that. And then they got to use this piece of technology to actually, and like, it's, it's, a, it's a disaster. It's Frankenstein at its finest. You know, like you're putting all this together for her to hope to work. So that's, that's an enterprise space. You know, getting into the SMB conversations is more along the lines of, you know, what we have a competitor in our landscape that does this really well and they're killing it we want to differentiate ourselves and we want to be able to automate this concept and they come to us with an idea if we could do this this would be a better outcome for us. It'd be amazing if we could do that and they give us a scenario. So, so those types of high level concepts those are fun. We really enjoy those ones because that's where the creative minds just go wild and you start really having some fun interactive collaborative sessions with your clients and that's where a lot of value starts coming out because they're like oh I didn't even think of that or because they're so immersed into it and then you get into the startup you know kind of concept and and our business has taken a bit of a a unique twist we're we're going down the startup studio model and and for us it's really you know looking at ways that we can help the startup you know organizations that are out there bring a strategy on their go to market and the builds and and supporting them through that, that whole workflow and or pardon, not work for, but that, that whole development of the organization. With that, you're ultimately building the piece of technology that is their solution, that is their go-to-market, that is their product. So going down that path and having those conversations, they very much differ depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really comes down to the same mindset though of of, of how do we how do we how do we get to the end of the path, and what does that path look like? What do we need to accomplish as we move down it? That that varies and it is it's it's never boring. That's for sure. Uh, it's never <laughs> it's never no. the same conversation. I love the I love the problem solving and it feels like that's right in, right in your wheelhouse. It's curious. Hey, the, the the what you talked about with the startup and the startup ecosystem and how to is that like a joint venture model or do you guys literally like skin in the game partner with them to develop this co develop this thing? 
Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, man. You know, we part of my role is to help diversification within the organization, right? Having having the revenue as as my my focus is how do we drive more opportunity through the organization? And this startup studio model is 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 um, our CEO's kind of you know brainchild, and it's it's been pretty unique because what we're trying to do is look at and, and everyone's different. I should say, like we've got three of them that we're involved in right now, and they've all been different. So that's what's fun is it's not just this this cookie cutter concept. It's what does it take to get success out of this and get it to the market? Is it a joint venture? Is it helping with uh, an equity stake into it? Is it uh, sweat equity? Like whatever that looks like, how do we help get this? If we believe it's going to be the next, you know, next best thing or whatever, mm-hmm. how do we help and how do we be involved and how do we help get it to that state? And that's where, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a couple out there that we've seen in the North American landscape that are doing this and it's, it's been quite successful. So we're, we're, we've got three under our belt right now that are going to the market here very shortly. Um, but it's, it's, it's a unique approach to some of the problems that we're seeing out there right now. Very cool. And are you, uh, are those three in Calgary or in Western Canada? Like where, where are they based those three? Um, all based in, they're all based in Calgary. Um, okay. but we will be serving the Canadian landscape. Sorry. I'm just thinking right now in my head, Canadian landscape with one North American landscape with the Second one and third one will be hopefully North American. We're going to start in Canada, though. Okay, Western so Canada broader from terms of where your customers, where the customers, and where so. the market is. But yeah. all three of them are Calgary. So from your perspective, always, how is the Calgary eco? Like again, sorry, buzzwords again. I'm losing this game now. All of a sudden, <laughs> like the 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 startup, the tech ecosystem. As you're looking out, you're probably like to pick three. You probably talk to significantly more than that. What's the vibe right now in Calgary? Is there optimism in that sector? Like, what are you running into for people that are like, I'm stepping out, I'm doing something different, I'm going to build X Y Z thing? Yeah, you know, it, man, the 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 the, the conversations have been happening like this for years. And this is just now finally starting to get a little bit more traction and a little bit more awareness that Calgary already is a tech hub. It's already happening. Like it's not happening. We don't need to diversify our portfolio and and our market, but it's happened. And, and the, the, awareness is just starting to kick in. You know, you got amazing companies like look at all of them in Calgary. There's tons of them like, you know, absorbs out there. They just had a bunch of, uh, of information that was out, pushed out there the other day. Helsom's out there, you know, Benevity's out there. Like there's so many great, and those are just the, the ones in the, in the, in the, in the main kind of like spotlight right now. I know a ton of other organizations that are amazing tech companies that are in Calgary. It's here. You know, so, so the, the exciting part of it is that, you know, with the transition that we've seen over the last little while here, people are just starting to kind of like get out there and, and really start to kind of become a little bit more, I'm just going to do this, you know, I'm tired of waiting. I'm just going to go at it. So we're getting, yeah, you're right. We're having a ton of conversations with people and those conversations are, man, they're fun. People are amped. There's a vibe right now in this city. It's just not being talked about because the only focus is on COVID, you know, and it's just so frustrating because there's so much more positivity out there. There's so much more excitement and COVID, you know, so, and yes, COVID is a thing. I'm not diminishing any of that by any way, stretch or form. Like it's, it's been massively impactful, but the great thing that's coming out of it is going to be what the excitement and the intensity and the positivity and the enthusiasm of what some of this tech stuff is bringing to our city, more of it, you know, and there's a whole flip side of the support side and the people side that need to now be, you know, kind of trained up. And that's a whole nother conversation, but which, you know, which, we, which we will breeze into. We got lots of time. We're just, we're just setting the stage. I love so, it. <laughs> so definitely we'll well, let's talk, well, we'll pivot to talent in a second because that's something I, I, I can't not talk about. And sure. I've heard lots of different, I really love, 
kind of thank you for the positivity and like, hey, yeah, like let's not talk about what we're going to be. Let's talk about what we are actually. Yeah. You know, and I've heard that some. I had someone recently, twenty year, a company called Xpan, Ron Teal, the founder. And he was he's like, I was at the meetup groups for tech fifteen years ago, and there were six people at the table. So he goes, and we were always trying to be Kitchener Waterloo, or so he was finally Calgary's actually starting to be. Calgary and its version because you're never going to be someone else. You're never going to beat the valley being the valley. It's valley, you know, but you can be our version to hear you say that. Yeah, no, let's be straight. There's a lot more going on here just because you don't see it. And it was actually Nick uh, from Helsum. I said to him, I said, when will you know we're on the right path? He goes, when these stories are on the front page and the price of oil is yeah. on the second page. I was like, yeah, good. it was a good answer, man. It stuck, it stuck, it stuck with me. He's a great guy. I got a lot of time yeah. for what they're doing over there. Um, so, hey, you and I talked about this offline and I think this might be a controversial topic, but I love the way you said it. You guys deal, you guys work down in the U.S. You've got an office down in Florida. Mm-hmm. And what are you seeing? What's the difference? I'm always curious. The whole point of the show is like, let's talk honestly about where Calgary sits. We call ourselves an ecosystem. We call ourselves rapid, like we're so good at transforming. Sometimes I talk to people from outside and they're like, it's nah, not always what it looks like maybe as Alberta or even as Canada versus in the U.S. So kind of what's your, what are your optics on the differences from our friends south of the border? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. You know, it, they're, they're, it, it could be controversial, you know, based on, on what I'm about to say, you know, and, and the, the, it's just the reality of it. And I've had conversations. It's not just my opinion. Uh, I've had a lot of conversations with with individuals who have really because I've asked the question and now I'm experiencing it, you know, and I find that uh, in the U.S. and specifically within Florida, cause that's where we are, where we, we've just opened our, our location. They're very pro-business. They are. They have places like the Chamber of Commerce, and they have tech councils, and they are. They are pushing to introduce organizations into their and bring them into their ecosystem. They're, they people are willing to meet with them. They don't have the mindset of oh, you're out to screw me. I'm going to just try to figure out how you're going to screw me. You know. And in the Canadian landscape, I mean, I, I, I'm a born and raised Calgarian. I've been here my entire life. I've never moved away. Um, it. You're constantly trying to prove that you're not trying to screw your clients. And once you get there, it's, it's very, it's, it's a very smooth and, and, and the processes are, there's, there's trust, right? And ultimately you got to build trust, but it's like before we walk into conversations here in, in Calgary, specifically in Western Canada, and even into the, the Eastern, you know, ecosystem, the reality of what I've experienced and the people I've talked to, and that's what it is, is experience is you walk in, they're already arms are crossed, right? They're sitting like this and for the people that are listening, I'm crossing my arms. And the, the, the reality of it is, is you can tell right away that this person already doesn't believe you and what you're about to tell them is, is all BS. And you go into the States and people are like, yeah, welcome. Tell me what you guys can do. You know, like, and then, you know, let me talk to some of your clients. It's like, yeah, cool. We've got a bunch of references and referrals. Like we're a successful organization. We're not here to screw you. Like how does that benefit us at the end of the day? And that's the, the Canadian type conversation, you know? And then in the States, it's like, yeah, they're welcoming. They're open. They, they want to get you involved in the conversations. They want to introduce you to other people. They want to drive and then be known for an ecosystem of, of, of business development down there just as a whole, you know? So like they're very more, they're very forthcoming in the conversations, you know, winning the business is still, you got to win the business. You got to do your diligence. It doesn't change, but they're more yeah. welcoming into the initial conversations. So that, that's what we've experienced and, and, you know, good or bad. It is what it is from, from our experience. Um, and, and you know what I will say, I will give, give the Canadian side of a little bit of a break that over the last year, I think the, the, the um, realization has been that brought to the forefront of we need each other. We need to support each other. We need to be there for one another because we're all going through this, this process as a whole. So let's do it and win together. So I, I'm starting to see a little bit of a shift here, which is it's encouraging. You know, it really is because at the end of the day, we, we, we need it here. 
So no, I, I love the honesty and, and it's interesting because I would, you know, I'm very pro, I grew up in Eastern Canada where you get a little more of the arms crossed where Calgary, I find people are very quick to be a little bit more open and like, you know, sure I can introduce you to so-and-so, sure I can do that. But to hear, you know, the comparison and, you know, it's, uh, dude, I appreciate the honesty. Like to hear we're not pro business like that. Oh, that's like, it's fixable, but you know, that that's reality. And you guys are seeing it with real client meetings. Like there's no, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, and, and I'm sure that's going to rub people the wrong way a little bit but it's just it's the it's the reality of it you know and the great news is it's it's an easy fix you know it really is you know we just have to have people like look how you and i came together you know like these types of things are hey yeah i got a guy let me introduce you you know and then you know awesomeness ensues and it's great you know and and, and it's starting and that's what i mean it's starting to happen a little bit more it's just unfortunate it's taken you know these extreme measures to get to that point yeah, fair, fair enough. And sometimes, yeah, it's you, you got to go through the fire to, to go. Whoa, okay, well, that that was okay. I'm gonna I, now I'm gonna change. There's always an impetus or a catalyst or whatever or a grenade grenade under yours. Um, curious about Florida, like thinking about cal- companies that are, you know, again, you're you're a startup, you're small, you guys are you know 15 year heritage, but kind of three years in this new version, and yeah. you decided to make an expansion and in, into a new market. And I, I'll be candid, was it somebody knew somebody there? It was like somebody had like we had a great person to go there. Like, how did you guys identify that that was the right place for you guys to go. Like, why'd you choose Florida? It's a big world. Yeah. Good question. And you know, we've looked at, we've been looking for a couple of years and that's always been a goal is, is, is expansion. Obviously we are, our off the shelf product, um, patron scan, which is an identity validation tool that's used in, you know, multiple different industries for the, the basically identification of, of fake IDs. Uh, it's, it's very diverse and it's now moving into fraud. So we have a very large U S you know, kind of landscape where it's a global service. So we have okay. uh, operations through Australia New Zealand, the UK as well and and through that in the u.s side of the business um you know the the evolution was just there to kind of start moving down into the states um and and moving into why florida specifically you know we looked at a bunch of locations we started looking around taxing and how all that works and you know like resourcing as far as people goes opportunity uh in terms of you know the the landscape and the openness to tech because that's essentially well that's what we are um and then starting to talk around lifestyle too right that is a, a conversation that's 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 a part of it all is, you know, do we want to move from a, uh, you know, a three and a half month summer ish city yep, to another, enough. you know, three and a half ish month summer city down in like Denver, say, or something like that. Um, you know, so Florida just kind of popped up and man, the Orlando region is where we're kind of located. Uh, it is a massive tech hub. They have a ton of uh, resources that are there that, you know, um, yeah, it's competitive, but at the same time, uh, they have way more focus on training and, and educating in the spaces that we're building right now. So that, that was a really big proponent of why we went specifically to that region. Um, so that, that in itself, those are probably the main kind of catalysts to get us down there. Okay. Well, great pivot into, into talent. So, Thank you. you know, it's I, a gift. Uh, yeah, no, that was, I appreciate it, man. Like, again, I'm the host, but you're making it easy, man. You're making it easy. <laughs> So clearly a factor of access to talent. So in comparison, we sound like you've got a, a pretty strong infrastructure down there that's putting out the, the talent that's needed based on the type of work you guys are doing. How does that compare to up here? Because you guys have your roots yeah. here. We've got a great post-secondary here, but are they delivering the right talent? And maybe they're just not also delivering it fast enough. I don't know. What's your read on it? Yeah, you know, and, and this this isn't unique to us. You you I mean, I'm involved in, in a lot of different conversations that are happening out there with, you know, we're hiring and trying to find great people and you look on all the posts with any de- with any any 
tech company, any, and not even tech, any company that's using technology, you know, like they're trying to find developers, they're trying to find UX and UI people, they're trying to find designers and, you know, not just designers of making things look good, but people that have a business understanding and acumen associated to the way they design, you know, like that, that in itself is a challenge, but getting into the space of, of finding the people here, you know, what SAIT's doing with the new school that they've put together, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that is long overdue. And we're super, everybody in, in the space in the city, I think, as a whole is really excited that they're pushing that out there because it's no longer the old traditional languages that, that are, are being taught through that space. It's the, it's the new stuff. It's the new common modern language that everybody is needing to get in front of because that's what stuff is now kind of the, the focal point in the way their development is. Um, so we've had to bring people in from all across the country. Like we've literally sourced people from the east coast to the west coast and is as far up as Yellowknife. you know like we brought people into calgary to do it you know and because the the post-secondary you know uh, or institutions uh, are just starting to kind of get into this space now we that, that there's still a time period that they got to get educated and trained up and you know you have some of these these folks that are in the development space that are taking upon themselves to learn but you know that's that's not common out there that's not the the masses those are the the the, the more of the minorities that are that are taking that self-training kind of thought process where in the states you know you've got you know every in florida specifically you know and this isn't all about florida obviously but in that that region that we're in they've got six of the post-secondaries uh that are all having programs around what we're what we're developing in and what the modern languages are there's two specific schools that just do what the development languages are that that are modern you've got the volume to justify specialization at a different level than we have here just because the numbers numbers are there yeah 100 percent. you know so you, you you look at just that 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 forward that they, they're just they're just ahead of us you know and it is what it is because of the numbers like you just said so so yeah that, that's what we're seeing out there so I'm, I'm optimistic though man like we're getting we there's a ton of smart people in this country and we're finally starting to kind of get them trained up and and you know and it's not a bash you know canada conversation here whatsoever you know this we're, we're just we're, we're finally getting there we're, we're, we're now getting the people that we need local here it's happening in calgary and we're starting to see a lot more of of it to to develop you know which is really exciting what are the specific, like just getting to the, to the nuts and bolts of it, like what are some of the specific roles you guys are looking for in terms of job titles? I'm always curious, like what's hot, what's the gap, what's, what's buzzy, what's going on? Yeah, so it, it's all developed. For us, it's all development, front and back end, full stack. Uh, we've got the UX, UI design stuff. Those are the big things that we look for. You know, from our perspective, the languages specifically, so anybody that's tech that's listening to this is all React, React Native, Flutter. Um, you know, you're starting to get into some of the back end SQL stuff, node, node middle layers, like those types of things. You're, you're starting just that full that concept um and then the hardware stuff man like we you know i mentioned that earlier but having people that understand how to have like the engineering side of the world you know that's something that we're looking for as well and then the big thing i'll tell you too is that from a design perspective is that you know design is so much more than making something look pretty or look good or look sexy or whatever it is a business understanding of how it's got to integrate how the workflow's got to be there to complement an organization and it can't just look good that's not solving problems, right? So that 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 unique design kind of perspective is what is what is a miss out there now too. And you look at the posts and all the conversations out there with all the organizations; it's all the same stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm certainly hearing that. Have you guys had any luck, or have you spent any time, or has it been a, an effort in your organization to look at people from non-traditional, like people from, we'll just be blunt, from the resource and the oil from the oil and gas sector that have maybe 
20 years of experience doing X, but you know, they've got seven out of the 10 things you need, but those three are kind of mission critical. Have you guys done anything around bringing those individuals in and saying like, let's capitalize on what you're good at. Maybe you're, you're a geologist, you understand big data, like, but Hey, we're going to teach you this. Like, has that been a part of the strategy for you guys? Or like, what's that look like? Or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, good question. And you know, the, it has short answer is Yes, it has. You know, what we're finding too, is that there's a lot of organizations that are training and doing boot camp style things as well. So you take right. the experience of, you know, somebody like a geologist, like you just said, or an engineer or whatever, and they're, and they're out of work because of, of oil and gas and the change that's happened there. You know, we're definitely open to having those, those, and we've hired in some people that have different experiences that have done the boot camp style things. And it's like, Hey, you've got, we've, we've got a kind of coined a term here. It's called the gas factor or the give a shit factor. Like <laughs> how much do you care? You know, do you genuinely yep. care about the success of what you're doing and the impact you have to your, to our clients? and their success so if they have the gas factor and they care and you can tell very quickly in the conversations and they take that into the consideration of them now okay i've learned all this stuff i really care about what i'm doing i'm dedicated to this we can help get them all over the finish line and and and, you know help them you know get trained up on the areas that might be those three pieces like you said that are missing I appreciate that because I've had a lot of people kind of say it, like, yeah, we need to like capitalize on that, but it, it you still have to do it, right? And even yeah. hiring like big organizations, there's keywords that your resume gets filtered if it doesn't have certain keywords in it. And like, how, how do we be open to resourceful? I, I love, do they have the gas factor? Like, mm. and that's it. That's it. Like you said, you, you know it when you see it, but sometimes it's pretty hard for an algorithm to screen a resume and pick out the gas factor. Like, well, totally. it, it, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think, no. I don't think we're, we're not, not at all. Not so at you, all. You've got to meet with people and do the, like the, have a real conversation, which is easy to talk about. It's hard to do when you're trying to like do hiring at scale. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And that's where we will we'll never go down that path of doing the algorithm thing for, for resumes and all that. Like it takes time to go through that for sure. But at the end of the day, it, it, it's, you have that human interaction. You can tell through a couple, man, do, do you know how many people do not write cover letters? <laughs> it just submits. It's like stick out. All you gotta do is literally write a cover letter. Go to our website. Say two things. Like it's so simple. So I mean, I'm, I'm sure this is more of a, a you know business kind of uh, the the audience is more on the business side. But if there's anybody listening and you're out applying for jobs, write a cover letter. Say three things about the company. That would show that you, you actually to the took the time to give a shit back to your give yeah, a shit. Yeah, Nailed it, man. The gas factor right there. That'll put you apart because it doesn't happen and it blows my mind. So. Well, you and I are like a different age, but old enough to know when you gave a physical resume and like how you presented it, how you handed it in, like those things were all a factor, but now because you can push send, it's really easy to cop out. Totally, man. And it just, it's just, it's lazy at the end of the day, you know, like, but that, that, that ties back to the give a shit factor. How much do you care? Cause that's going to then directly translate into what you're doing within the organization when you're there. It's, you're not going to be different from the start than you are. You know what I mean? Like how you act now, it'll probably diminish if it's already not at a certain point. Well, it's only right. downhill. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this is your best version. Ooh, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, no, it's, sure. it's, a, it's a really good lesson. And like I always, I've spoken, I had the opportunity to spoken to quite a few grads in that setting. I'm like, for God's sakes, when you come into the organization, don't look at me and say, you'll do anything. Cause then it makes, you're putting all the load on me. Tell me it is that you, what you want to do and what you're awesome at. And if I don't fit, I'll probably know somebody that is. Yeah. But when you say, oh, I don't know, I'll just do whatever you want me to do. I'm like, you just made it so hard for me to see understand where you fit like work with me on this come in with a with a take a stand <laughs> yeah yeah it's true man keep passing uh, that message I, along I, dude yeah. Yeah, I haven't submitted a resume for a long time, so I don't know. I, I, I tend, I do, I tend to see a lot though. So hey, next time you do, just make sure you put a cover letter on it. You know what? 
I don't, but I, when I do a pitch, I don't launch right into like, like my work. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah. Just so you know, you never really stop pitching, whether it's your ideas, whether it's to get a job, whether it's to move something forward in a team, like it's a life skill, people yeah, it <laughs> learn is. it. It like, is. Learn it. Sales is, is not just, a, it's, a, it's not just a job. You do it every day. You're selling yourself. Yes, the, the way to influence negotiation. Have you? Ever, have you? Okay, we're going down a rabbit hole here. But you ever listen to any Chris Voss? Seems like somebody oh. you would enjoy. Yeah, he's my people, man. Yeah, yeah, no, I was yeah. like, you got to be a Chris Voss fan for sure. Yeah. If anybody hasn't listened and they want a bit of a, like an FBI, a little bit of gusto, but some very practical tools on negotiation, go check out Chris Voss. He's great. He, he that book, man, never split the difference. That the the That's one awesome. line in there that I've li- I've seen so many times. Have you given up on this project? Man, you want to get a callback? You can get a callback like within five. He's right. It works like every time. Every time, man. I've used it a bunch and it does work. It's, it's the guy. Yeah, the guy is amazing. So yes, I agree. Go, go, go read that book. Check out Chris Voss. Yeah. So talking about Calgary, talking about you guys are 15 years, you're, you know, you're a 15 year startup who's on three years of, of, a, of a new mission and a, and a new offering. How is the, I'm using the goddamn word ecosystem again, but the Calgary infrastructure, whether it's like, um, tax-friendly policies, ability to get incentives from the government. Like, is it compelling enough? Like, have you guys accessed any of that? Is it, comp- you know, I'm asking a bunch of questions. Like, has that been there for you guys and has that been an assistance? And would you guys ever, like, is this, is Calgary home? Would you guys stay? Or is there, you know what, man, if there's a better opportunity in Florida, we might move our head office there. Or do you guys have those Calgary roots? And and are they, are they heritage? Or is it justified based on the fact that you guys are actually getting supported? Yeah, uh, you got good questions today, man. I mean, I should <laughs> Thanks, say today, man. Like I'm surprised. I mean, you've been doing this a little while, uh, but uh, no, like, really, yeah, great question. Uh, short answer to the first part of that is yes. Um, we have. The, I, I do find that you know through organizations um, and some of the grants that are available and some of the programs they've got in place, um, they are they are pushing and it is supporting and it is it is helping the the story and, and why companies should should be in Calgary and why they should stay in Calgary because there is an investment on 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 that the side. Is it? Fast Fast enough? No, it never is, and that's yeah. just it, it. Never is, no matter what it, no matter what we're talking about. It's never fast enough. But there's, for guys there's, like you and me, I don't think there's ever like. <laughs> is, do you have an? Do we have an extra gear? Can we? Can we yeah. pick this up a bit? Yeah, yeah, patience, <laughs> patience, right? Still learning about that. So, but yeah, the the reality of it is, is that okay. they they are there. Um, we have taken advantage of it, and you know, it, it's been it's been great. It really has. The the the, the programs that we're part of, they, they've been fantastic. And you know, if we want to get into anything further there, I'm happy to kind of get it a little bit further into that. But getting into the second. Well, you got any name dropping you got any like programs that have really been beneficial like this is all about exposing people to things yeah, that maybe so not, haven't heard IRAP, of Alberta Innovates are, are two of the big ones that we've yeah. we've been in, involved in a number of times with um, they they get it as a whole you know and, and from our perspective they want to push the that that messaging and they and they're doing it through action you know so they they've been great specifically those two are the organizations that we've worked with um you know and and there's more that are coming and i know there's some some you know platforms like alberta iot and what brenda and the team over there are doing and, and not quite the same kind of uh, space but um very supportive in the in the area and really pushing there's the some messaging. great like yeah, associations, organizations that bring yeah. like-minded together so you don't feel you're out trying to solve these problems on your own. And I think there's yeah. a lot to be said for like, oh, you know, that shared experience and someone has already solved the problem that you're about to step on. That's so good. Like that collaboration piece, just get out there to hear. There's always a company that's one step ahead and you can learn from them. Yeah, for sure. And and that's where I, I go back to the growth and I'm, I'll kind of diverge a little bit here from the original question, but like where we're starting to see some of the things and the differences that we're seeing, you know, with the tech councils down in the U S and starting to do, to see some of the comparative things that are starting to happen here, you know, like, mm, okay, you know, there's, cool. oh, yeah, nice. there's like the a 100s here as well, you know, and we've, we've just kind of been exposed to that ourselves. 
themselves and, and there's a few other organizations that are, are doing that are bringing people together and there's a lot of success here it's just it, it's 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 still just getting it at the messaging out there and getting people connected it's just we're there there's organizations that are there and we're, we're kind of pushing down that path it's just not in the forefront as it as it needs to be quite yet but it's happening it's there you know so um going back to the question that you said like no we're not going to leave calgary you know like we'll okay. we'll we'll we our roots are here you know like at the end of the day we we love this city you know the people i mean it speaks for itself i'm I'm born and raised. I haven't, le- I haven't left. I'm not planning on it, you know, but the growth will be into other areas of, of, of the country is our, our intent. And then, you know, we'll see how the future kind of transitions into whatever that holds at that time. We're not going to put ourselves in a box, you know, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll grow as needed and, and expand as needed through the areas that, uh, that we see the su- successes in. No, I appreciate so. that. It always, it always saddens me a little bit when I hear them talking to a company and they're like, well, yeah, but we've got investor groups that are like, Hey, if you want to, you know, our money, you've kind of, we should, we really encourage you to come to this area, whether it's Boston or Waterloo or the Valley or things like that. Right. Our companies feeling that they've had got a closed door or certainly not had the support they needed from a fundraising or from a venture capital type environment where they felt they needed to go somewhere to be more credible to then attract that. So in your world, are you, have you guys played in that venture space at all? Or is that more, you've been able to kind of self fuel, self, self, uh, keep the ball rolling on your own or had, had you had to go to market for that? Yeah, we've got what we've what we've experienced and what we've gone through is, is a little bit of A and B, and we're trying to get more into B, where we're getting into kind of like the the VC world, right? So, yeah. p- partnering and aligning with with individuals who are, are looking at some at private investments into the growth and expansion into some of these these you know new products that are coming to market. So we're yeah. we're that's part of our startup studio model is having that fund on the back end to help be that full solution concept when they come to us, and you know we vet and go through the whole process. It's it's kind of like a it's a Calgary version of like you know Shark Tank or Dragons Den. It's kind of fun, you know. Like <laughs> we're, 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 we're I, I can nice picture stuff. you sitting there in the big chair. I can see it. I got, <laughs> yeah. I got so it. It's good, you know. You got to be comfortable. But like at the end of the day, you know, like we we don't have a Kevin O'Leary or anything like that. You know, there's nobody like that mean on our show. But uh, no kidding, he's not that mean. But yeah. uh, the the he, reality he has a great. He's he's curated his persona very well. We'll just leave very it well. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at that. Sure. But you know, no. So like going down that path, you know, we've we've done a little bit of our own 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 investment into some of these and really kind of expanding on the startup studio model and looking at ways of coming when clients come to us having that full stop shop when they come to us and we can kind of cover all the the the, the gamuts okay, cool. that are required to go out there so that that's the evolution that's where we're moving forward to and that's what's in place uh very close here to being finalized is that whole back-end funding model I appreciate it. you guys got you got more than you guys got a couple irons and fire, <laughs> just a couple. Yeah, yeah, just that's awesome, couple. man. So you got a lot of free time, man. You you bored a lot of work. <laughs> Ask my wife that question. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, no, she's like, no, it's great. He's gone all the time. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she's probably really happy about it, actually. Yeah, no, that's. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Many, a, many a buddy who's uh, exited out of his company decided to hang around at home and went back to work because his wife said, no, no, no this is not working. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> I just have my examples. I've been a few of my friends are like, oh yeah, no, he had to go because this is ridiculous. Like yeah. I, had a good, I had a good thing going and it didn't involve yeah. him home every day or her or whatever. <laughs> right. These were him stories, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, that's funny. Uh, future of work, work remote, work from the office. You know, got to kind of ask these questions these days. Everyone's got, yeah. everyone's got a crystal ball and- We'll never go back to the office to now. Oh, we're all going back. Like, man, what a roller coaster! But what, what do you guys? What do you, what, what's on your guys' agenda? What, what do you see, or what's your plan? You know what? Our plan is so. Quite frankly, we got a cool spot here. First of all, like 
I like coming I haven't to the been office. down, but I've, I've heard you, stories. I've heard you stories. you got to come down. It's fun. You know, it was, okay. so we, uh, I'll give a quick story, and that's a snapshot on what I'll be about to say here. Like, we, we kind of tried to bring the whole Google-esque kind of vibe to, to Calgary here. And there's some cool spots out there. You know, you got the old dirt and the slide and all that stuff, and they got the unique place. So we wanted to have something kind of cool, too. So we should, we're in the southeast over in uh, kind of like the Shepherd Industrial area there. It's a cool spot. Yep. Uh, more on the industrial kind of esque feel. So we took an old pallet, pallet manufacturing company um, that they were selling the, the, the buildings. We bought the building and the space and did a studs up reno on it. So it's a cool open concept. Uh, we've got a squash court. We've got a gym, a little mini arcade area. Uh, beer fridge is a must. So that's there. Sounds um, horrible. So I'm it, coming it's, over. <laughs> it's really tough. Yeah, it's really tough. So yeah, so bring your squash shoes, man. We'll play beer squash. It's good times. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll teach you. It's good. But you know, so uh, Dude, I, I love a good squash game. Doesn't mean I'm good at it, but I do love it. <laughs> okay. You don't need to be good at it when you play beer squash. Yeah, beer squash. No, I, yeah, I, caught, I, caught yeah. the, I caught that key. That, that word changes everything. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So have you guys been in the office the whole time? Like, what have you guys done over the last um, year? We, we, because of our hardware side of the business and, and our fulfillment, we have a skeleton staff that's been in. that primarily work from home. Um, for us, you know, we, we've, made it, we've made it work. When you're in a creative organization, uh, you know, getting everything done through Teams and or Zoom or whatever you want to use, it's not, it's not the same. You know, and you, you lose that creativity and just by bouncing off ideas and being in a, in a boardroom and whiteboarding things and getting into that flow. You know, doing it online, it's not quite the same interaction. And so we've made it work. We'll have people like being here, which is is also always very reassuring. You know, people have wanted to come in. They've sent us notes. Hey, can we go into the office? It's like, yeah, we'll run skeleton. You know, you follow all the protocols and, um, you know, we'll, we'll have a few folks in the office. Um, but, you know, getting back when things to return to normal here, you know, the reality of it is, is everybody wants to come back, which is really a testament to the, okay. the cool, the cool culture and just the ability to just the, the collisions, man, like water cooler. There you go. Throw one yeah, down no, for me. It's, it's a, Right? Yeah, no. Uh, Steve Jobs wasn't wrong when he you know, built a built a, the one bathroom in the middle that everyone had to run into each other. Yeah, like, you know, it's you know, true. it's not it's not a new idea. I just no. there's so many interesting. Everyone's got to take on what's happening, and yeah. I do think it's going to be different organizations. And you know, in, uh, th- there's no one approach. I think, and no. which I like like so many things in our world, very seldom does one thing get completely eliminated. It just creates there's just more options now, yeah. which can be really overwhelming for people. Like, oh, is it in the office? Is it out? Is it like, well, I like to be home. I don't. How do you create these blended like hybrid models that allow people to kind of do what's best for them, but also what's best for the organization and ultimately the clients. Like, let's yeah. not forget who we're all servicing at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And you know, and like, quite frankly, we trust our people. That's, I mean, that's what, I, so if you need to work from home because of whatever X, Y, and Z, okay, no problem. Like these are the deliverables we need for the client. I'm not going to micromanage you. Nobody is here. You're, uh, we're all grown ass people. You know, like yeah. that's how we think is, is so the deliverable is X, Y, Z on X, Y, Z date. Let us know if you need help through the process. If you need to work from home for whatever reason, do it, you know, but um, through the process and, and, and you're right. I think that there's no one blanketed approach to this. And I think the types of organizations, depending on what they do, being a very creative shop, creativity kind of needs that, 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 you know, interaction and that, that those collisions and the spontaneity out of everything um, to kind of tie it all together and really kind of get us to that end result. That's, that's what the clients, like you said, who we're serving uh, are, are looking for. No, we're still we're still a bunch of humans having a messy experience at the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the fun times. 
Yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. No, life is more fun when it's when it when it's when it's messy. For sure, uh, Robbie. It's been a great chat, man. You give me a lot. I really appreciate your perspectives and you know, kind of what you guys are doing to get really understanding that and what you're building, the clients you're serving, but the perspective of Florida and what you've seen there. And I think we can take a lot of that. But I really love also your positivity of like, hey, you know, we can do better, but there's a lot of really things, good things going on here, and your kind of view into this 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 Calgary that's already here. Man, I hear that loud and clear, and I love yeah. how you were like, no, 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 stop talking about what we're going to be. Let's stop celebrating a little bit what we already are <laughs> and and we're only going to grow like you know you haven't seen you haven't seen anything yet kind of thing it's all coming together man and, and it's nice to see you know like it, it's it's taken it's taken a pandemic to get us there but hey no time like the present we're, we're, we're there unfortunately you know? the so, pandemic happened anyways it's what what we chose to do with it you know everyone like right. when i come out of this pandemic the things i'm going to know and that like the language i'm going to speak and they you know like don't like don't waste a good downturn don't waste a good pandemic like, yeah that's a new one <laughs> but you know what you think of it though man think back to everything that's came came out of the 0809 crash you think of all the, f- the phenomenal yeah. things that came out of that like it's we're no different man it's, it, it's it's the same thing just with a different headline you know so yeah it, i know and people in there and like you said there's people that have been negatively affected so it's not to minimize it but the trauma is happening let's learn from it and let's pivot and let's let's go forward as best as best we can and and learn like there's a lot of things i'm okay not going back to some of the way things were that's fine totally that. yeah totally man and yeah you know at the end of the day man like the, there needs to be more positivity in this world and i appreciate the the thought process that you've got through the entire you know the entire everything i've listened to in the entire you know chat we've had the positivity Thanks, needs to be pushed out there more than anything you know because it's all about the end of the day it's a choice yeah it, it comes down to having a, a hard time and things happen but what's the good thing what's the sliver of light there's always something you yeah, know what's the hope right yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely robbie hey what's the best way for one people to get a hold of launch code and for people to get a hold of you let's bl- blatant plug what, yeah, love how, it, how do man. i find you La- launch code check us out lc.dev lc.dev uh is our website it's brand new it kicks ass uh it's internally okay. built so plug in our amazing team i'm on linkedin i'm pretty pretty uh pretty active on there uh reach out uh, my email is easy robbie at lc.dev uh so it's pretty simple uh happy to re- you know have conversations with anybody and everybody about some of their innovation uh strategies and, and, and movements forward with how they want to use technology and i didn't even use one buzzword around it all no it was great man you, you won you won the buzzword i blew it yes. i went on a rant and then I, I never i never i never came back from that that was my finishing blow. <laughs> well, you won that's how it is you get settled yeah yeah, well, yeah yeah you won. i'm gonna I, yeah you know what I'm, that's my reframe absolutely be positive i appreciate it <laughs> robbie thanks for the chat man really enjoyed it i appreciate having me man thanks for your time